Hello everyone and welcome to the House of Lotus podcast, a platform dedicated to spiritual research and development. This podcast is meant to throw a little bit of light onto the path of each one of us and hopefully assist each of our listeners to take their own next step. With good intentions and one eye always on our truth, please remain open to what lies ahead. From my heart to yours, and from my mind to yours, may our spirit show us the way. On our previous episodes, we went through an introduction to the chakras, their nature, functions, and overview of their correspondences. On this episode, we will begin our deeper exploration of the chakras, starting today with the root or base chakra, its corresponding functions, and how we can work with its energies. Please take a deep breath, relax, and enjoy. As explained in our previous episodes, our chakra system is comprised of energy centers, each having its own physical, emotional, mental and spiritual functions, and corresponding to different principles and energies. The seven main chakras are aligned with our spine, radiating their energy and regulating the energy we receive from all dimensions of the cosmos. Their condition depends on our self-development, and within them lie our innate divine self, waiting to shine through us with the transmutation of the personality. The root chakra is the first one, our base, upon which we can build the development of the rest. It is located at the base of our spine and shines deep red light, like warm red lava or the setting sun. Herein lies our connection with the earth, our mother, our sense of safety and strength. When working with the chakras, know that the principles associated with each one finds expression in all aspects of that chakra's functions. Let us see what this means in practice. The root chakra connects us to the earthly planes, to physical reality and our existence in it, our very will to live in the material world. Its element is therefore the earth. It projects part of its energy downwards through the perineum between the genitals and the anus, creating roots that link us to our planet. It is connected to our physical body in general, and especially our bones as the structure of the body, and other solid parts like the teeth and nails. It is also responsible for the sacral plexus that provides motor and sensory nerves for most parts of our legs. It holds our instinct to survive, and therefore the physical mechanisms that facilitate our survival. The adrenal glands, which are responsible for the production of hormones that regulate our response to stress or danger, our fight-or-flight responses our immune system to provide protection for our body 
our metabolism to facilitate and maintain the living state of the cells and the organism and the blood pressure and temperature of the body. The sense corresponding to this center is smell, which would help us evaluate whether our food is safe to eat. It is also connected to the large intestine and the elimination system, for us to let go of things that no longer serve us, or those parts of them that we don't need anymore, and the prostate and genitals, but only as that aspect of them that goes into the survival and continuation of the species, not in the sense of desire or the whole reproductive system, which corresponds to another chakra. For each chakra, we have corresponding meridians as well. Meridians are the etheric channels through which the energy flows around the body. Although each one has many functions, it is named after the main organ it is responsible for. So, in the root chakra, we have the meridians of the kidneys and urinary bladder, although the organs themselves are connected with a different chakra. Both these meridians have to do with fear or courage, which are feelings and issues of the root chakra. Whatever the fear, we can trace it back to our instinct to physically survive. We may not always realize it, because in the history of human evolution, we have come a long way. We don't have to fear of being attacked by wild animals beyond the safety of a cave. But the mechanism in our bodies, the instinct to avoid pain in order to survive, remains the same. In our era, beyond actual life-threatening situations, we may fear many different things, abandonment, attachment, or the lack thereof, of not getting that promotion we wanted, or being judged by others. Or we may have a phobia that seems unreasonable to others. It does not matter what our fear is, even when the object of our fears may not appear to threaten our physical well-being, its effects and the sensations it may cause, and the instinct to avoid its pain, may be experienced within us all the same. Fear is a natural response in human nature, but when we find a fear within us or repulsion towards something, that our mind understands to be not life-threatening, it might serve us to examine its roots. Sensitivity or tendency to experience fear when there is not actual cause for it or at a disproportionate degree may come from the lack of a sense of safety. A developed root chakra allows us to feel safe, secure in being alive on earth. But this sense of safety grows within us through our life experiences, especially as a child, when we depend on others to keep us fed, clothed, and safe. This is usually connected with our family, our metaphorical roots in all ways, especially our mother, the first source for our nourishment, and our relationship and experiences with her as well as the subsequent understanding we acquire of what it means to be a mother. These do reflect on the way we receive the energy from Mother Earth, 
and how much we understand that Earth is the one who provides for all of our physical needs. Everything that we will ever need for our survival does come from nature. All the resources we have, our food, clothes, houses, are all built from materials taken from the Earth and thereby processed to suit our needs. The root chakra is deeply connected with our needs. First and foremost, what we need is a home, a place we can feel safe in, an actual shelter from the cold and rain and whatever else may threaten our body. We also need food and water to nourish us, and money and work to attain this. All these things help us feel secure in the world, safe to survive. Our connection with what we need, whether we are conscious of our actual needs or not, and the way we handle the resources we get, have to do with the development of this red chakra. We may, for example, having not realized what we need, end up wasting our money, buying more food than we will consume that will end up spoiled and thrown away, or buying goods and gadgets that don't really satisfy our needs. It is not bad to get what we want, but it will prove to be unhealthy and even damaging if we do it at the expense of what we need. What helps our root chakra then is tending to our needs, satisfying them to feel safe and calmer in accepting our existence in this world of physical matter. Becoming aware of our physical body and our experience in it helps us ground ourselves in this physical reality and allows the root chakra to be more connected with Mother Earth. We no longer want to escape reality and whatever it may entail into scenarios of the mind, and we can remain mindful of the present moment. Remember that this is our roots through which we feel strong and steady. As we have talked in our episodes on awareness, there are many seeds in our consciousness. There is suffering and pain, and there is love and compassion and understanding. The seeds that will grow within us are those that we water with our attention. Having the capacity to focus on the seeds of compassion while remaining aware that we may also find seeds of unpleasantness, is to feel safe to explore them all, and giving ourselves the space to consciously choose where our consciousness will reside. Many of us, on our path to spiritual development, tend to discontent physical existence. This is understandable especially when we focus on the suffering of our experience. As we mentioned before, it is within human nature to want to avoid pain. But suffering, as explained in Buddhist teachings, is our disconnection with the Absolute Being. Whatever our experience, in whatever dimension, when our consciousness is not deeply merged with that of hyper-consciousness, what we go through is still suffering. But the reality of the physical world is but an aspect of spirit 
expressing itself through material forms. And the root chakra is where we experience spiritual energy and existence through the physically objective universe. Note that the root chakra balances the crown chakra. The energy center responsible for our connection with the earth balances that which connects us to spirit. So, when we desire to move away from our world, we simultaneously restrict our ability to be with spirit, for they are all but one. Even with spiritually developed individuals, when their roots are shaken, whatever light or information they receive from higher dimensions, they might have a difficult time understanding them as they are, grounding them in their bodies for the brain to translate their meaning and express it through them with words. Similarly, trying to escape physical existence will usually lead us to realms of fantasy instead of connecting us to higher realms of being. This is why it is very useful to ground ourselves before and after any meditation, or whenever we notice that our minds tend to be taken away in currents of thought. When we accept our existence in this world, when we truly accept our life, we can begin to live in harmony with this world around us. Learn by how it functions and see in it the principles that rule all dimensions of being, the rhythm of day and night, the ebb and flow that underlies all creation, the development of all entities, the falling asleep only to reawaken, to die as a seed, to live as a tree. We can then come to peace with physical reality and be active in doing our part in the development of this world, because we are safely connected with the energies of Mother Earth, knowing that it will provide for all of our physical needs. Having our physical needs satisfied allows us to open up the rest of the chakras, because we are standing grounded, strong and steady on this planet, manifesting our soul in the material plane, safe to later experience our emotions and thoughts, unafraid of being swayed away by them. And in that knowingness, feeling safe and secure, we can move on to develop spiritually as well. It is like a tree whose strong roots facilitate its growth, getting the energy from the earth to stand tall, but always secure from strong winds, as it develops to flower and produce fruit for all to enjoy and benefit from. Being insecure in the root chakra may lead us to focus only on the physical goods, wanting to get more and more lest we run out. I have seen many people whose shaken root center led them to hold things. Let me give an example whose cause might sound extreme for many of us, although keep in mind that the root chakra does not need such intense experiences to be affected to such degree. A certain elderly couple I knew many years ago had been made refugees in their thirties. The woman was a housewife and the man worked to provide for his family. They had lost their house and everything they worked for. Thankfully their children remained safe through all the turbulence. 
But that loss of physical goods which is connected to our root made the woman gather more and more kitchen utensils and the man tools to fix his new home if the need arose. And these were good people. They found it within them to open up and move on from their trauma, even if not completely. Please note that the examples we use are a little simplified, seen only from specific aspects to help us understand the issues of the base chakra. Please don't take our example as a generalization in any form. The way we may endure any kind of trauma and subsequently express it in our lives is deeply personal. Others with issues in this center may focus solely on physical goods and pleasures. When we are not connected with the energies of the earth and our root chakra, we may fix it on acquiring something, an object or money in general, wanting to make things our own, take over the earth or be ruled by an urge to possess objects or people, subconsciously attributing them with the ability to give us a sense of safety, to fulfill that need within us. And when that object may be taken away or ruined, we can feel angry or desperate, helpless in feeling that our safety was taken away as well. Remember that acquiring physical goods is not bad by itself, but keep in mind the distinction between what we actually need and what we desire to own because of certain other expectations. Being aware of this distinction and having the knowingness and faith that all of our needs are provided for can help us attribute our property with its proper, appropriate significance without attachment. And it can help us understand that the strength or safety we seek or borrow from others can be found within us in abundance. Wanting to own more and more creates a tendency to waste as well. Note that we don't only waste money, we can waste time, energy, effort and even feelings if we are not aware of our needs. As with attachment to physical goods, we may need others to satisfy that need of safety as well. We can attach ourselves and energy to them, wasting our effort and emotions in the hope that they can give us a sense of safety. A certain woman I knew, whose mother could not provide her with what she needed, used to transfer that role onto her partners, desperately hoping that they could fill that void for her. But safety cannot come from without. Realizing our personal strength, that which lies dormant in all people until they find a way to bring it forth, is a deeply personal process. We can, of course, always ask for help, either in general or to go through that process. But experiencing our strength, allowing ourselves to accept our life and open up to it, ready to feel safe, is something that is for each one of us to discover within. And I say discover because it is already there. The woman I mentioned before did manage to become conscious of her issue. She asked for appropriate help and understood what caused it and how it affected her. And she has truly become one of the strongest people. 
As we have mentioned in the beginning of this episode, the principles associated with each chakra find a way to apply in all its aspects. So, working with the root chakra, we can begin our observation at any time through the imbalance in our physical body and the parts of it that are connected to each chakra, tension in our psychological state, or we can even see it reflected in our environment. We can take something that is connected with our root and observe its condition. For example, we can examine the state of our house. Is it clean, organized, full of things we don't need? Maybe we become aware that we tend to think a lot about money or the next thing we want to buy, subconsciously expecting it to create one or another sensation in us. Or we may notice that we tend to escape in fantasy worlds, away from what takes place around us. Or we can tend to examine our relationship with our mother or nature. This can all give us a glimpse of the state of our root chakra. And when we find any tension or imbalance, we can trace it further within, examine how it affects us and what issues it may have caused throughout our lives. And there are certain ways that can support us to connect with the more refined energies of our chakras. We may wear clothes of their color, hold or meditate with the crystal associated with them, smell essential oils, or go out to aspects of nature that resemble their element. In using them, please know that they are never a substitute for conscious examination of the self, either by ourselves or with the help of a friend, a guide or a therapist, nor does it replace medical advice, but they can help us working with such issues. For the root chakra, we can come in contact with the earth, its element. We can go out in nature, take a few breaths and observe the world around us. Our attention can transform all that we perceive. Observe the sensations on the feet touching the ground. Observe the flowers, their shape, their colors and fragrance. See the trees with all their leaves and the cracks on their trunk. Contemplate on all that had to take place for those flowers and the trees and the soul you stand on to be as they are in the present moment. The rain and the sun that fed them and all the processes of the growing trees and just stay with them for a few moments. Contemplate on what kind of energies and underlying principles led to the formation of this earth and the whole physical form of our universe. Understanding that, seeing the divine in the mundane, wisdom throughout what is around us, helps this chakra open up and tap into its latent attributes. We can do the same with our food. The next time you dine, take a few moments to observe it. Really perceive what went into the formation of your meal. The natural processes that nourished the contents of the plate and the human effort that went into its preparation. And really come into contact with how this meal goes into your physical body, dissolving its nutrients for us to absorb 
and have our physical constitution sustained. You may also ask yourselves whether the food in front of you gives your body what it needs. The color for this chakra is red and its music note is C. We can wear or come into contact with something red or we can find red crystals to hold or meditate with. Keep in mind that while red stones or crystals are generally associated with this chakra, many can only connect with parts of its attributes. Those who can help us tap into the more general energy of the root chakra is, at the beginning, the red coral, then red garnet, and later the red ruby. Certain essential oils can also help activate this chakra. Clover and especially cedarwood can help us connect with the earthly energies in a smooth and grounding manner, allowing us to gently experience the energies of the root chakra and our connectedness with the planet. Let us now sum up. Our root chakra is the first of the seven main energy centers aligned with our spine. It is located at the base of the spine, connecting us with the energies of Mother Earth, our physical body and existence in this world. Herein lies our instinct to survive and thrive in the world of matter, unafraid to walk our path, feeling secure that all of our needs are provided for, issues with our house, money, work, as well as the relationship with our mother and nature in general, all fall into the scope of functions of this chakra and will reflect on its condition. Practicing mindfulness, observing our physical body and the present moment can help us develop this chakra through all the things we discover and as a practice by itself. When we become aware of an imbalance in the root center, we can trace it back to the underlying issue, and thereby work with kindness, acceptance and understanding through what we find. With its energies being transmuted and uplifted, our life on Earth is no longer a burden. We can feel safe and secure being a part of this world as an incarnated soul, strong and steady, having the courage to take the steps we need in carrying out our will and goals. So, work on your skill for awareness, the capacity for observation, and take care of what you find. Allow yourselves to stay with your bodies, observe them, become aware of whatever sensations are caused by your experience and fold yourselves with kindness and acceptance along your path, and be honest with yourselves. Respect your true needs, and ask for assistance whenever you need it. For all that we find within us, and subsequently understand, will become our next step to the development of the root chakra and our whole personality, which is the vessel for the soul to express through. Now, focus on the present moment, this precious moment. With your next inhalation and every new breath, 
bring your consciousness to your experience in the now, to what you find within you and all around you. Enfold yourselves with kindliness and acceptance, reassuring that whatever you find is okay. With your intention, allow the energy of the root chakra to expand downwards in shining red roots and connect with the earth. Let the planet's energy go through them and reach you. Warm your feet and base of the spine, knowing that in any given moment there is a whole planet beneath your feet, supporting you, keeping you safe, strong and steady in all that you do. Take a deep breath, allowing all that nurturing energy to fill your consciousness. Exhale with the affirmation, I live. Thank you very much for listening to the House of Lotus podcast. If you have enjoyed the episode, please consider supporting the show by following, sharing it with like-minded people, or becoming a patron to enjoy special rewards and extra content. You can find more about us on our website, thehouseoflotus.eu. Thank you, and enjoy your present.